Okay, people, let's get right into this shit. <laughs> Former President Donald Trump. Now let's go ahead to the report. Former President Donald Trump is scheduled to give a video deposition tomorrow in New York. Uh, it centers on a case involving an alleged assault during a 2015 demonstration outside Trump Tower. The lawsuit alleges that Trump's then head of security, Keith Schiller, hit... You got to understand, people. Uh, during the Trump administration, uh, Trump had a whole lot of people on payroll. The QAnoners, they was on payroll by the Trump administration. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Candace Owens on payroll by the Trump administration. You got a lot. You had a lot of top YouTubers that was on payroll by the Trump administration. You know what I'm saying? You had certain rappers that was also paid for. By the Trump administration. You know what I'm saying? The Trump administration paid, had a whole lot of people on payroll to stir up the controversy that was stirred up around him. You know what I'm saying? Just so it can turn out the way it turned out. You know what I'm saying? Because to this day, even after Trump is out of office, he's still the hottest thing that ever left the warehouse. He's still the hottest thing that ever left the White House. You know what I'm saying? But, um, let me go ahead and press play. One of the protesters who was demonstrating against Trump's immigration rhetoric. For more on this, let's bring in Kara Skinner. Another thing about the protesters. Most of, I say about 90% were, you know, in each state or each town, you've seen Trump pro protesters protesting about 90 to 95 percent of them was all paid off to actually do their job you'll see so when you see people on the on the street corner with the picket sign protesting trump those was actually people who was being paid by the trump administration now the other five percent is just people who seen the paid off trump protesters protesting and you know how monkey see monkey do you know what I'm saying oh I'm going down there to protest a whole lot of people down there because you know people like to follow crowds so if uh, Donald Trump pay a whole bunch of QAnon theorists you know what I'm saying to do what they do that is and the whole your know, whole that starts a whole movement you're going to have a lot of innocent people following that because they think that that's the thing. You understand? The same thing with the flat earthers. The same, t- so forth and so forth. All of these are paid off. You know what I'm saying? Kara, uh, what more can you tell us about this case and the former president's scheduled deposition? Well, Fred, this is the first time the former president will take give sworn testimony under oath since leaving office. And like you said, this is a case that stems from a 2015 lawsuit where some demonstrators outside of Trump... 2015 lawsuit. Let me tell you something, people. Do you know how many, how many uh, times Donald Trump have had a bankruptcy? Can you count on your fingers how many times Donald Trump went through ba- bankruptcy? With his companies, but yet his companies have never ever shut down. Every, you know what I'm saying? Even before he became president, you know what I'm saying? Even years ago, he went through more bankruptcies than AOL. You know who AOL is, right? 
You know what I'm saying? How many times have he got, how many times have he been sued? He's been sued more times than any, any company been sued. So, anyway, let me go press play. Tower uh, said that they were assaulted by Trump's head of security, that the then head of security, Keith Schiller, when they were protesting against Trump, who was then the candidate's anti-immigration rhetoric. So Trump will sit for this deposition tomorrow. It will be videotaped. And the lawyer who will be questioning him representing these men is likely to focus on a couple of key areas. He's likely to try to figure out what Donald Trump's knowledge and role was about the security response here. And because they are suing for punitive damages, he can also explore Trump net worth and his financial condition you know let me tell you something i i, I don't know why y'all trying so hard to get this man locked up this man ain't going nowhere this man is a jesuit pawn you know what i'm saying this man ain't going nowhere this man is a jesuit pawn this man is you know what i'm saying he's orchestrated you know what i'm saying he's He's part of the boule not the boule but he's part of the Jesuit order you understand? He's he's what you considered untouchable. You understand? So so y- y'all need to you know say uh, to all of you other uh, um, conservatives and, and 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 I don't know what left wingers or whatever you want to call yourselves the other platform. Y'all need to stop you know saying trying to go after Trump. He's done. His uh, his uh, his agenda was up. You know what I'm saying he's not coming back. You know what I'm saying? His agenda is up. And because this also involves security, it's likely that he can ask questions about Matthew Calamari. That's Trump's top security officer, the person who's the chief operating officer of the entire Trump organization and his compensation. And that is a very issue that is at the center of an ongoing criminal investigation by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Now, as part of this litigation, the former president has previously denied any knowledge of this incident, and he had deferred all security to Matthew Calamari, he said, uh, but he will be answering these questions under oath. It will be videotaped, and that videotape will be shown to a jury when this case goes to trial. Fred? All right, Paris Cannell, thank you so much. Let's talk more about this. Uh, Laura Coates is a CNN senior legal analyst and a former federal prosecutor. Uh, Laura, so good to see you. All right, so what can we expect from this videotaped deposition with Trump? Well, you know, as Kara talked about, Fred, the idea of a former president in general being deposed, let alone one who we don't yet know to what extent he's got self-control, can he confine his comments to just what he is being asked about, or will he be more elaborative on a lot of different issues? That's going to be the key here. Remember, there are so many things that are fair game now. Now, this case is not involved what he personally observed. It's very important to note he's not being um, alleged of being the person who was presently there, but it's his rhetoric and his statements that are saying make him legally responsible. I would suspect a president who spent all of his time or most of his term talking about the idea of not wanting to be held accountable for the actions of others based on what he perceived as his First Amendment right. I don't know why, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 wasting your time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All of you, you know what I'm saying, white folks who's trying to get Donald Trump locked up and some of you black folks, you know what I'm saying, trying to get, oh, he need to stand accountable for the U.S., the U.S. Uh, 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 Capitol riots. That was staged, people. That was all done on purpose, people. 
you gotta understand you live without a, a a carefully orchestrated game and the elites is at the helm of it the jesuits is at the helm of it you know what i'm saying so what a couple of people got locked up so what a couple of people got killed long as the agenda got completed you know what I'm saying? And Donald Trump comes from a long line of Jesuits. That he will be very steadfast to say that this was not his doing, that this was somebody who was independently acting, and that he should bear no legal responsibility. But because there are so many opportunities for Pandora's box to be opened about his finances, about what kind of orders he gives and directives, and of course... Y'all wanna, y'all wanna look into this man's finances. You still don't know where that fifty-seven trillion dollars come from. You remember back in uh, when he was in office and um, he was seeking fifty-seven trillion dollars. You know what I'm saying? I believe it was for the border wall or something like that. And nobody would approve that $57 trillion. And so he went into different, uh, the defense fund and different other people's pocket to get it. And he got it. Now, where is that money at? Best y'all, y'all ain't looking at that. That money got transferred to the Russians. <laughs> but anyway, let me go ahead and press play. About compensation, this is a very interesting deposition that everyone wants to hear, and frankly, most lawyers want to be able to depose him on. Right, and you said it is fair game now, and you're talking because he's a former president, he cannot uh, shield himself right. now uh, while being a sitting president, you can do so. So then I wonder, as we heard from uh, Kara, well, you have prosecutors in this case who, who might want him to explain his net worth. Of course, that's information that the Southern District of New York is going to be really keen to hear. So how might testimony from this deposition either assist uh, further or in some way be used in other investigations, ongoing investigations. Well, you're right. Not only is this about a former president, remember this is conduct coming out of 2015 when he was not even yet the president of the United States. You're going to have an even better, I mean, a, big, a bigger uh, point of interest because he can't have said this was during the term of his office, but also the idea of trying to cross-reference. Remember, prosecutors spend a great deal of their time looking at evidence, trying to corroborate what they believe they know. They may have the, wit- the uh, witness talking about something, the written testimony someplace else, other people being deposed. They're going to want to cross-reference whatever he says. And as the old phrase goes, Fred, whatever you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Remember, whatever information he provides, if it is inconsistent in some way with already on the record or what the SDNY knows or the Manhattan DA's office knows or the AG's office knows in New York, all of these various entities, he'll be in a world of hurt, legally speaking. Well, there's potentially a lot at stake for him. So then um, we also yes. know that, you know, this may not be the only time Trump is ordered to testify. Listen to what U.S. Congressman Adam Kinzinger said this morning right here on CNN that the committee investigating the Capitol riot won't rule out subpoenaing him. Well, let me tell you something. They, 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 they trying their hardest to get this Jesuit locked up. This Jesuit ain't getting locked up. He completed his mission. You know what I'm saying? All this court stuff is more publicity for him. Keeping him in and in, in the media. You know what I'm saying? He's oh, he's down there in Florida directing, you know what I'm saying? Narrating baseball, football games, and you know what I'm saying? He's enjoying his fame. 
know what I'm saying? Just like he was what he came from, um, a celebrity, a celebrity there, uh, president. He came from the, um, what, what the TV show that was the apprentice. Now he's, you know, say this just brings him more into the spotlight. His stock goes up. Anyway, this news. Want well, to thank you for tuning in. Log it on to another episode of Illuminati News Hour right here on Illuminati Radio Podcast. I'm your host. I'm your pastor, Mr. Michael Smith. If you are new to this podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. Turn on your notification bells. And don't forget, if you want to tune into our nightly Bible study classes, well, simply send me a friend request to my Facebook page, which is PSTR Michael Smith. And that's on Facebook. That's PSTR Michael Smith, and that's on Facebook.